I don't know why it is that intrinsic trait in us that we always prioritize everyone else, and uh, then we are left behind. We are drained emotionally, uh, physically, mentally. I think in every which way. Right. So I I learned to prioritize myself much more. That uh, I need to be okay. I need to fill my cup first, because you can't pour from an empty cup. How do I expect to spread cheer and happiness if I am not happy? Absolutely. Hello everyone and welcome to the Coffee with Wardrobes podcast and this is going to be an extremely transformative episode for anyone who listens to it. I am Nishtha Manaksha and in this episode you will hear first hand accounts of someone who battled her way through breast cancer and lived to tell her tale. I am so honored and grateful to have this opportunity to have someone very special to me my aunt or masi as our first warrior on the show who battled breast cancer she is a furniture designer and a space stylist by profession she has so much depth and so much genuine energy to share with all of you listening and i am so excited to talk to her about how she remained mindful even while battling cancer So let's welcome Nitika Agarwal. Hi Marcy, I'm genuinely so touched to have you today. Oh my god, Nishcha. That was a crazy introduction, huh? <laughs> thank you thank you for all the kind words and I am in fact really really honored to be a part of this podcast and especially proud of you because you're you you know you're reaching out to so many people through this getting people to talk about stuff which usually don't people don't want to talk about so i'm genuinely very happy and uh, since this is coffee with warriors right yeah <laughs> so i have a nice cup of coffee beside me though i'm not a coffee drinker but definitely today's an exception <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you so much so so when i was speaking to you earlier you know you mentioned how you remained calm even on your chemotherapy days and i would love for you to share your beautiful yet struggle some story and the lessons from your life and as someone who admires you i realize that you know you're extremely level headed so could you tell us about when you know you were first diagnosed with breast cancer okay so this is like you know going down memory lane so i was away on a holiday with my family when i first felt the lump and uh, usually i'm not that kind of a person who's very serious about these things and who would take anything seriously but somehow this went like an alarm in my head you know this this came like oh god i need to pay attention to this i don't know right. why i have absolutely no family history i had no idea about sporadic breast cancer cases but i don't know i was just a little worried about this so the moment i landed back i got myself checked right and um, yeah of course so the first time i learned of the diagnosis i was in complete denial i blanked out i i i was not able to even comprehend what the doctor was saying mm-hmm. um because you you never prepared for those words you know and especially when you have absolutely no history from all the knowledge that you have about breast cancer usually is like oh do you you know does someone in your family have it Mm-hmm. and it was only when i was diagnosed that uh, the doctor told me he said no not necessarily at all 
you're one of the sporadic cases and sporadic cases are very common these days so yeah all i could think about was uh, you know my daughter ananya who at that point was all of 10 my god so yeah so that was a very very difficult phase yes. yeah <laughs> So, so were you prepared in any way for the treatment, or you know, of the speediness of how a lot happened? Um, no, Nishta. Nothing can prepare you for something like this. Yeah, <laughs> that is something that um, yeah, nothing can prepare you for something like this. You know, um, the 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 fear of the big C is so huge. The fear kills you more than the treatment. I think. the 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 very term cancer the very term chemotherapy or radiation therapy these these terms are so big yeah. and uh, so so scary that um yeah you can never be prepared for something like this right and then you know facing all this and dealing with uh, with the treatment which in itself is not an easy one yeah yeah you yeah it's it's another ball game altogether <laughs> and also maybe because do you feel like we don't have enough conversations on these topics mm yeah you know because why would anyone want to talk about it yeah you know you don't randomly go and talk about cancer it's when you've gone through it or when when someone yeah. you know has gone through it that that's when you all talk about it right yeah otherwise why would anyone even want to talk about something like this you know everyone's just happy in their own bubble and it's only when something really comes and hits you hard or when a loved one goes through it that's when you want to talk about it you want to know more about it you want to understand it yeah. and you want help in whatever way you can that's when they pop the bubble yeah exactly yeah that's when the bubble pops <laughs> <laughs> so how did it sort of impact you and your mental health in your early days of your diagnosis were your you know family and friends concerned or were you concerned about how they were feeling um so like i told you after my initial reaction or non reaction of complete denial mm. um the next reaction was obviously crying it out mm. um you know crying it out like crying it out hard and uh, that was i think the most difficult uh, period uh, the most difficult part of the entire period was accepting the diagnosis right once that acceptance came in and i i i don't know once once that happened there was this insane mental strength that just came into being and till date i don't know how and that insane faith mm-hmm. um till date i don't have an answer that how was i so uh, so strong in my belief that i'm going to be absolutely fine right i had i had i had i did have a doubt for a second you know that um, things might not pan out very well mm-hmm. so that i don't know i i just don't know where that faith came from i don't know where that sense of uh, calmness came from and of course um, the strength also comes if you have a very strong support system yeah absolutely um, automatically you do feel very very concerned about the people you love because you yeah. see them going through it with you you are of course going through it physically but the emotional trauma and uh, you know the the people who love you they are seeing you suffer so yeah. of course you are really really concerned about them right but uh, yeah so so were you 
talking to your friends and family you know from the very beginning or were you initially bottling up all those emotions by trying not to put so much on them um no 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 you know i needed to i needed to talk <laughs> my core strength especially that's like my mom obviously ananya uh my family my 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 sister my my best friends yeah. um they were such a strong support system for me that uh, my entire treatment if i may say so became a cakewalk of course the physical wow. uh, pain yeah the physical pain uh, which i had to endure i did have to endure but emotional strength and uh, the mental strength that i got was all because i had all these people with me right from the day i was diagnosed yeah. until date till date i know that everyone's just a phone call away so you know i could just speak to anyone any time of the day i did not i i i couldn't bottle up my feelings i am not that kind of a person and um, because you know emotionally i think that really really helps and it's half the battle one if you're emotionally okay right. and sorted because your body is any which way is taking the toll of the treatment yeah right right that's why it's so important to communicate absolutely i really think yeah. that you know it's like i said it's half the battle one and it can uh, it can pull you out yeah. yeah so it's important very important right so when you first told your daughter ananya how did she react Okay, so that I think was the most difficult part because, um, yeah. So um, I wanted to, yeah. So I wanted to uh, speak to her about it myself. Right. I was very clear about this that um, she needed to know everything, and she needed to know everything from me. Not hearing snippets from here and there. I did not want any ambiguity regarding this. Right. So I did fly down because I I underwent treatment in Bombay. So I did fly down for a day, and spoke to her. I explained everything to her right from the tumor to the treatment to the side effects, the hair loss, everything. It can be a lot for a child to take in. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, but she was my. biggest cheerleader my biggest support my biggest strength wow <laughs> i am super proud to say that she is a much stronger person than i am yeah it's it's not easy it's definitely not easy and i was undergoing the treatment you know and i didn't have a choice but for a child to hold her strength and to stand on her own during that time and give me strength yeah was something i could not have imagined and that mm-hmm. is something which I'll always be thankful for by God's grace, you know. Really, really thankful yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. She, she you is such a strong. sensible and sorted, yeah, uh, child. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so was it her or anybody else's suggestion that you go get some mental health support, or was it something that you felt you were doing naturally? Um. No. No one suggested it uh, to me. Nishta, I did it for myself. Okay. Um. I. I. Uh, would not um how do i put it across okay so yeah no one suggested it but you know there are things which you go through emotionally which there are times you cannot talk to anyone about yeah. because you you just can't uh, you you need a very very objective point of view right. i did have a superb strong support system and my mental strength was 
very strong touch wood you know yeah. I, I never had that thought in my head why me never never did that thought come into my head yeah. but somehow i did feel that external help did add and it it did help me you know it fostered a very uh, smooth recovery process there are a lot of uh, things buried deep down sometimes which even you don't realize yeah. which the counselor did speak to me she put a lot of things in perspective for me mm-hmm. and um, the whole stigma around mental health also needs to shift i realized during my treatment True. because uh, it does help sometimes when you really need it and you have a person who's completely non judgmental not yeah. you know because people who love you are definitely going to be biased true yeah very true yeah definitely yeah. going to be biased you know so you need a sometimes you need a very objective point of view yeah and in that especially during my treatment it helped because there were times when i was completely lost right. in spite of having everyone i love around me rooting for me there were times when i was like no i just don't want to talk to anyone i know i want to just get it out with someone who's not connected to me in any way right so it really helped now nah, because a third person can sometimes put things into perspective you never saw you know like in that exactly yeah, yeah that mm-hmm. seeing a therapist you know that that i don't know that stigma somehow which is yeah, so strong yeah that needs to break yes yeah yeah sure absolutely yeah So, so did you feel a sense of isolation or loneliness you know maybe something you put yourself into or because how people were treating you or you know any other feelings that sort of came up mm. yeah at times i did yeah mm. especially in the chemo ward you know it was really funny because everyone around me they wanted to normalize everything for me they wanted it to be like you know just so that i was okay everyone was like you know it's not that big a deal it's so common nowadays yeah. so i understood all of that and i knew it was all stemming out from a space of love that they had for me yeah um, but you know chemo ward sometimes i would be like oh my god i'm the youngest here you know so i would be my a little god. lost on like okay okay and um, again you know it was also like a bag of mixed emotions because every day i was also counting my blessings i was so grateful Jolly, that okay wow. i've got yeah i was super grateful that you know okay i've got it detected i i i have so much to be thankful for you know i i don't have to um i have a strong family support i have i i i don't have to worry about so many other things you know uh, which probably people in different uh, places do have to worry about yeah i had everything sorted around me i could just happily sit and concentrate only on getting treated mm-hmm. and getting okay so i was just like you know counting my blessings also every day and uh, when you go through experiences like this i think your own perspective on life also changes um yeah, yeah so i i really think that uh, when you introspect you're like okay fine um everything's not actually very big it's all small stuff yeah it's actually all small stuff and uh, you can you can and um, you don't need to get riled up about such silly things Yeah. Yeah, the treatment did change me in a lot of ways, definitely uh, in a positive way. Wow. Yeah, so when you go yeah. through such hard times, you know, you learn to see life and things in a completely new perspective. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, when you were going through this treatment, you know, did you feel like there was sort of ignorance about breast cancer in our society especially? Um 
to be very honest um i was completely clueless myself i was like totally yeah. ignorant i didn't even know anything about uh, cancer let alone breast cancer i didn't know that there were different stages in breast cancer i didn't know there are different types of breast cancer because why would you like i said why would anyone even talk about it and you also never think about these things um last few years definitely a lot has changed which is really great mm-hmm. to see um it's really come a long way people now really come out they talk about it yeah. they want to raise self awareness you know they they want to raise awareness about you know the importance of uh, self examination and how important it is you know to detect this because right. nothing beats early detection it's right. it's actually the difference between you know life and death Mm-hmm. so you know why why not why uh, why not just be more aware of things like this yeah and um, yeah so that def- but that definitely has changed in the last few years um around a good 8 9 years back uh, there was not so much dialogue about it now i'm really glad to see a yeah, lot has still changed. have a long way to go though <laughs> Yeah, but you know, yeah. always a first step, right, in the yeah. right direction. So, so, did you have? Yeah. Did you find those, you know, cancer groups where you have? I don't know if you have them here, but definitely, like, you know, in the United no. States. So that was one thing. That was something I really uh, missed, you know, because at least when I underwent treatment years back, uh, I did not, in fact, come across any uh, cancer support groups where you could just meet and talk it out. So uh, I don't know if they have them now. I'm not too sure. but uh, now definitely the dialogue is more open about it which is really really nice yeah so do you still have those you know negative emotions of isolation or anger is that something that still springs up to you you know as it's been couple of years now no 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 not now but uh, i did realize that even after my treatment was over um there were times when you know i would be lost everything was perfect Right. everything was absolutely fine i was i was all good i was given the clean shit everything was fine i was back home but uh, there were days when suddenly again i would feel lost and so my counseling really helped that's when counseling really really helped me you know after it helped treatment. me heal yeah after my treatment yeah it yeah. helped me heal emotionally i don't know what block i had but uh, just a very objective view talking about it and you know coming back home after that entire treatment everyone's life goes on right no one's right. life yeah. stops yeah. and suddenly you're away and you come back so you do kind of feel a little lost in your own not that anyone makes you feel that way that's your own emotion so you need to deal with that with that yourself Yeah. So yeah, counseling helped me in that definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's so important to reach out for external help. You know, there's no shame in reaching out for external help if you need it. Not at all. In fact, I think it's a shame if you don't reach out. You know why? Why? Why put yourself through that unnecessarily? Absolutely. When and it's all your own perspective also, right? Why? Why wouldn't people want to help you if you ask for help? Yeah, true. There's no shame in asking for help. Yeah. You know? So so you started your own furniture brand after that which is commendable so what sort of led you to start doing something for yourself after battling through all of this and you know doing something for yourself has it been healing for you mentally and did it foster your well-being um definitely so i was 
always passionate about spaces and interiors. Right. And um, a lot of people did tell me, you know, that why don't you start start professionally? You're good at it. You have an eye for it. So I was like, yeah. And after my treatment, yeah, I honestly did not have anything to do, and I needed to stay a little occupied. Right. So that's when I just turned my passion into uh, my work, and that's how Tabula Rasa was born. Right. I also learned to prioritize myself so because important. somewhere, you know, we are always, women are always treated as caregivers. So I don't know why it is that intrinsic trait in us that we always prioritize everyone else and uh, then we are left behind. We are drained emotionally, uh, physically, mentally, I think in every which way. Right. So I, I learned to prioritize myself much more that uh, I need to be okay. I need to fill my cup first because you can't pour from an empty cup. How do I expect to spread cheer and happiness if I am not happy? Absolutely. So, and that, you know, that when you're doing something for your own self, on your own, anything that gives you satisfaction, you're definitely yeah. a happier person. And yeah. I think it's important to be selfish sometimes. It's yeah. very important. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know why being selfish is taken as a negative trait. Not at all. Yeah. I don't think so it's being negative, yeah. in fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's so nice. I loved, I loved how you said, you know, you can't pour from an empty glass. Like, you're, you can only yeah. pour from a glass yeah. full of wine. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you can't be happy. You know, you can't make others happy till you're not happy yourself, like within. Yeah, you you can't. And and till when, you know, ultimately everyone wants their own peace and everyone has to live with their own peace. Yeah. So why not? You you make right. everyone happy. That's okay. But you need to be happy too, right? Right. right. <laughs> so so and I did not honestly I did not want anyone to anchor me. I wanted to be my own anchor. Yeah, wow. So that, that was something that that was very strong in my head. I don't know why. I was like, no, you know, I and that anchor uh, for me was my work. It, it truly brings me happiness. I'm the happiest when my when I'm working. When my work is appreciated, <laughs> I love I love working. So yeah, beautiful. Yeah. So are there any vital <laughs> tips that you know you would want to give someone who is battling all those emotions and is struggling to break free? where they are probably in a stage where they are feeling isolated, guilty, or even angry. Yeah, I, I, I think express yourself. You know, expressing yourself is very important. However you want to do it. You know, you want to talk about it. Uh, you want to uh, speak to your friends, your family, your counselor. Talk, talk. I mean, anything, in any way, express yourself. Be be it art, you know, whatever you, you yeah. love doing, however you can express yourself. That reminds me, but during my chemo, I, I, I wrote an entire book for my daughter. It wow. was cathartic. You know? I don't know how it helped, but I, I, I kept on writing. Yeah. It really helped me. It was like super liberating. And um, I, I don't know, just do whatever helps you. Right. And uh, I really think expressing yourself helps. In whatever way, whichever way you want. Right. And I also think you shouldn't let anyone dim your shine. Yeah, know your words. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> know your and words in, completely. Yeah. And in your words, value the rock star that you are. Yeah, of course. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
my god amazing so marcy that thank you so much for sharing your story and providing your insights to all our listeners i hope you enjoyed and you are going to be back soon on this show and for of all course. you <laughs> and for all you listeners please check out her furniture brand tabula rasa underscore calcutta on instagram and you will find a wide range of her fantastic work <laughs> Nishtha, these are very kind words. You don't know how wonderful this experience has been. Reaching out and you know, reliving those moments and talking about them, and I'm just so glad to see how far even you've come with this podcast. You're reaching out to so many people. I'm just so proud of you, and uh, yeah, I just hope you know. I think uh, we are truly, truly blessed when we can help each other in any way we can. Absolutely. I think that's what life is all about, you know, just reaching out and helping in whatever way you can. I, yeah. True. We are at our best when we can serve others. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you so much, Marcy, for coming in today. You're most welcome, darling. Really, really happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> I would also really, really want to add something. Um, I don't think any of it would have been possible without having such a supportive partner. He was there rock solid completely throughout my first phase, taking care of me, just being there for me. So yeah, a definite big shout out to him. Well, that was all for today's episode of the Coffee with Waters podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope that you will follow and share this podcast and I look forward to you joining us for many more conversations with our warriors. Thank you so much.